Thank you for joining us on the In Awe by Bruce channel, and I'm Mark Pennell, your host for the 10 Minutes With series, where we interview the greats of biblical history. Today we have on our call James, Apostle James, the younger brother of Jesus, who became the head of the Jerusalem church. James, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Mark. It's great to be here. Well, I have to ask the obvious first. What was it like growing up with Jesus? Well, our family was pretty normal, but Jesus definitely stood out. He was always respectful, following whatever the parents asked of him, doing the right thing, never in trouble. You'd think our parents would have said, why can't you be more like Jesus? But they weren't like that. They loved us for who we were. How about after your father died and Jesus left carpentry? That is when things went more awry. I mean, we did grow up with this weirdness that people murmured about the virgin birth and Jesus born out of wedlock. So we felt that, but mom and dad always loved each other and stuck together. And so that rubbed off on us. What else? Then Jesus seemed to go off the rails. Hey, I'm done with carpentry gonna go be a rabbi now. It's like, excuse me, what are your credentials? I mean, I remember my parents freaking out when they realized Jesus was not with us going home from Jerusalem after the festival and that he was back at the temple talking with the rabbis. But one session doesn't make you a rabbi, nor having an insightful viewpoint, but calling it my father's house? He called the temple my father's house. As a Jew, I can somewhat get that, but he personalized it so much, I figured it must have really hurt Dad. So what were you feeling with this new rabbi path he took? Embarrassed? The things he would say and do? Claim to heal people? Call others to follow him? Refer to himself and God as God's son? And not just in a general but a specific way? Oh, my brothers and sisters tried to pull him aside and set him on the right path, but he'd have none of it. He was on a mission. The town even tried to throw him off a cliff, and he just barely escaped. It was a hard time. I just wanted to distance myself from him. Yet, in spite of that? Well, can you imagine your whole world turned upside down? I mean, what's the most shocking thing that happened to you that has completely undone all your views and opinions and totally reshapes your perspective? Something so close to you that you are embarrassed to the nth degree that you missed it and missed out on what it could have meant to you. But it all works out in God's love, grace, and timing. For all my self-righteousness, I had missed the key to heaven, the need for a personal Savior by faith, not works. Yeah, tell me more. <clears throat> well, you know, in my frame of mind, before his last days, all I could feel was shame as he pushed the envelope further in Jerusalem, ending up being crucified, a curse on a tree, the bane of the family, and then... He appeared to me after his resurrection. I should have been reduced to smoldering ash. No one sees God and lives, but I had him in front of me. One who had been God in the flesh and now the risen, glorified Lord. The one who I was embarrassed of is now offering me forgiveness, grace, love, salvation, new life. Mark, I was undone. And at the same time, though, I was kind of rebuilding some kind of new hope. So what happened next? Faith in response wasn't enough. I went all in. You became the leader of the Jerusalem church. 
Yes, the others like Peter and John went off to spread the word and left me to care for those in Jerusalem and spread the word to our brothers at home. You actually gained a nickname in Jerusalem. Can you expand on that? You know, they used to call me Camel Knees because I spent so much time in prayer. What a change from living with your brother to praying to him. It was, but to me, to be on my knees before him, humbling, re humbly recognizing who he was, was a natural response. And he really is the one who intercedes for us. He may have been my half-brother, and he is our friend, but more than anything, he is our Lord, and we owe him everything. Thank you, James. A great reminder on the motivation to live every day for him, not underestimate his grace, and never losing our reverence for him.